episode of Tea with Tammy. I'm very excited for this episode because it has lots of fun topics that are definitely worth sipping. And so I say, hey, let's just jump right into them and waste no time. First things first, we have to talk about Insecure Season 2, Episode 1. The episode was phenomenal. It was hilarious. It had tons of great music, scenery, Everyone done glowed up and lost weight and got their skin all clear. And so it's definitely a good look for black magic in media and on television. Now, as for the actual storyline of the show, oh, episode one just had me heated. And in particular, Lawrence, of course. I know Lawrence is the one who was cheated on. He was the one that was wronged. But I feel like there's still some fault that he's not owning up to on his end. It's clear that Lawrence misses Issa. Um, That was made very clear the last 30 seconds of the episode. Not going to spoil anything, but to be honest, there's not much to spoil. But right now, I'm complete Team Issa. I feel for her that I may be biased just because I've known Issa Rae <laughs> as just as a comedian, writer, person on the internet for so, for such a long time. And I identify with a lot of the characters that she's created throughout the years. And this is another one that I do identify with where you're in a situation and you're not happy and you're not getting what you want and you make a bad decision. Yes. But what caused you to make that decision is important as well. And I feel like a lot of people aren't paying attention to that part. And that what that part is what frustrates me about Lawrence on the show. But despite, of course, the storyline, <laughs> the show itself is, of course, great. And I'm definitely going to be tuned in because I need to see what the next move is for Issa. She let a man come into her house basically disrespect her and she's cool with it and she's happy with it she thinks it's promising and that it's kind of progressing in the right direction i don't think that is the case we'll see for episode two i'm trying not to spoil anything but it's really hard and so i want you all to catch up because the next time i talk about this show i'm going balls out with the information and i don't care if there's a spoiler or two in it you're just gonna have to deal and plug your ears okay Moving right along, let's talk about the random news of K. Michelle getting her own day in Houston. I have no idea why. It seems as the internet doesn't really know why either. I've tried to do some research as to why K. Michelle is getting her own day, but most of the speculation is you just pay a fee and you basically get a day in in certain cities. I hope that's not the case. I hope there's more substance to the reason of why she would have her own calendar day for the great city of Houston. But that was just some random news that I just had to touch on because K. Michelle is not from Houston. She didn't go to college in Houston. She wasn't on a reality show in Houston. So it just doesn't make sense right now. Hopefully it does down the line. But right now it's not, it's not looking promising for K. Michelle and for any substance matter as to why she has a day. Shout out to K. Michelle because she is a great person, I would believe. And she's done a lot of great things in her career. But this move right here just, just has a lot of us just scratching our temples. But, um, again, hopefully it makes more sense down the line. Next thing I want to touch on, which is a semi-review, but hmm, I don't know. You can decide for yourself. But I really want to talk about Tyler Creator's new album, Flower Boy. Now, the first thing I want to say about this album is that I love the cover art. 
It's different. It stands out. And that plays a lot into what works for Tyler. He loves things that are stand out and are unique when it comes to in hip hop. He loves bright colors. He embraces, you know, same sex um, relationships. And so a lot of things that are still unfortunately taboo when it comes to talking about rap or hip hop, he owns and he welcomes and he incorporates into his style of music because it's stuff that he enjoys and so that I appreciate right off bat and this is nothing new for Tyler but I have to always mention it how I love how he always no matter what stigma or box they try and put you in as a rapper in hip-hop he doesn't care he's gonna break out of it love it one of the big topics about Flower Boy the album is Tyler's sexuality now There's many lyrics sprinkled throughout many of his projects and songs where he has admitted saying that he kisses boys, he likes white boys, he prefers white boys. Um, A lot of talk of being gay, which is fine, of course. And so people and their, you know, their, their fake outrage of nowadays online are like, oh my gosh, Tyler, the creator is gay. He's a rapper. He's in hip hop. And you know, the tumbleweed snowball effect of why this is so astonishing. But on the other hand, throughout many of his songs and projects, he has also said lyrics to where it's alluded that he is hetero and that he sleeps with women. Now here is my analysis of this in his sexuality well one of course i have to explain this disclaimer no matter what his sexuality is and what he prefers that does not matter when it comes to the art that he makes um of course it can contribute to the content but that's not going to change my thoughts about his album or you know his efforts for the album so that's not a factor but What I really would like to point out is that, or at least my opinion of listening to the music and the content of when he talks about being with women and being with men. Now, I feel like when he talks about being with men, I feel as though it's less dramatic. He doesn't focalize that part of the line of the song or what have you now when he talks about being with a woman, it's very dramatic. He gives specifics. He gives... Um, a scenario that is controversial. Um, I know that he's had a lot of songs where he talks about rape sometimes or, you know, he's just overboard when it comes to talking about being with a woman. Now, this is where, this is what my takeaway is of that. I feel as though that Tyler is very discreet when it comes to his personal life. Um, I know in some interviews, which have been a few Tyler interviews, where he's talking about, you know, his mom, his background, people that he's dated, maybe certain family members, things like that, or like experiences of personal decisions in life. Yes, he has touched on some of those things, but that's not something that is talked about often when it comes to Tyler. We don't know a lot of his background. And for the most part, I feel that is intentional. And so when I hear his music and he is going in detail of of something, I would like to think that's more of his imagination. 
that's running with him, allowing him to create this art. And when he talks about something a little bit more vague, I feel like that's also intentional to where he's trying to keep that more personal, but also, of course, give the fans what they want, which is some insight to his life. And so with that being said, I actually do think that he is either gay or bisexual, which of course is fine. Again, I know we have to say that disclaimer because we're talking about it, but that's my takeaway of it. I know a lot of people have their theories and I know that Tyler is a very created um, or creative, I'm sorry, creative and calculated person as well. And so you never know at the end of the day, but that's my takeaway of Flower Boy. Another point I would like to make about the album itself, I don't know where this weighs when it comes to his other albums. I feel as though a lot of his projects which there's only been four but there's like half the project I like the other half not so much now when it comes to flower boy it's on the majority of the side of where I like um which is also with wolf and then depending on my mood goblin and so I don't know uh where this is this ranks for me it depends on the day I know it's a great album out of the four studio albums that he's had and a lot of people are putting in the top two. And so Tyler is definitely making a great stride in the right direction when it comes to getting that classic album. Because I know that's the goal for a lot of artists in music, you know, getting that classic and making that staple on in the industry. And he's getting close. I don't think he's there yet, but this album is great. And I would encourage you to go get Flower Boy off of the artwork alone just because it stands out and it's pretty. Keeping the music ball rolling, let's talk about Meek Mill and Tyga. Meek Mill also released a project called Wins and Losses. Tyga also released a project called Bitch, I'm the Shit. Now, these two gentlemen have something in common, common, and that's these two have recently got out of big public relationships with you know, popular women. And so Meek was with Nikki, Tyga was with Kylie Jenner. What I want to say about this is that what I was looking for when they announced these projects is one, of course, growth, because that's the number one thing I really want to look at when it comes to content and making a new project. Growth. And then two, redemption. Now, I'm sure if you speak to these artists, Tyga and Meek Mill, they probably feel like they don't need redeeming. But um, in the eyes of Tammy, I, I actually do think that they need um, some redemption and they need to put their best foot forward moving forward. And when listening to Wins and Losses and Bitch, I'm the Shit, gotta keep it 100. And I, I didn't see it. Now, I saw some growth here and there depending on the song but as a whole nothing stood out nothing really changed for me as for my perspective as these two artists and if they release this or these projects as they were with who they used to be with which was Nikki and Kylie it would be expected nothing's new nothing feels as changed for me I know Meek Mill and Tyga, you know, touch on things in interviews and there's here and there lines in the songs. But I was just looking for a wow factor, something to be like, okay, this is what we needed. They're back. They're out of the sunken place. They're, they're on it. And I didn't get that. Not saying that Meek and Tyga were in a sunken place, but I just needed a distinction of 
this is me now without them because these two gentlemen were with these ladies for a while. And so I didn't get that. But with that being said, they're solid projects. They're not bad. They're not horrible. I would actually jam them, but it wasn't what I needed as a fan of hip-hop and someone who was a fan sad to say it sometimes but you know the media and publicity and you know celebrity news and I just I needed this win for them especially um coming out of these relationships and unfortunately I didn't see it but hey maybe the numbers would do well and I'll be proven wrong and we'll see now the last thing I want to talk about is something that has become a twitter phenomenon it's something that isn't new when it comes to people but with social media of course there's a spotlight on certain things because one they're entertaining and two it could be taboo for some who aren't used to these stories and the stories that I'm referring to are flyout stories now if you're not familiar with a flyout story this is a story of two people meeting online through whatever social media platform or app and deciding that they like each other and they want to meet and so one or the other flies out to the other person spends some time and then from there shit shit goes down usually I'm sure there's successful stories, but of course we're not going to hear about those. We're going to hear about the horrible stories. We're going to hear about the betrayal and the lies and the the scamming. And I wanted to talk about this because a lot of people will shit on these stories, talk about how people are so stupid for flying out, blah, blah, blah. But in reality, I feel like it's a lot more common than people are addressing or admitting. Social media is very prominent in today's time that is not a secret and meeting people online nothing new um I've been doing it (laughs) uh admittedly since I was 12 uh you know just having conversations with strangers online you know there's chat rooms I remember there used to be like a yahoo chat Uh, I remember being in forum groups for like a cartoon show and just like having conversations with people that you've never met face to face. And of course, I'm sure, which I have never done, but I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who are flying out to meet the people that they've met online. My question to you is, is that something that you've done or is that something that you would ever do? Me personally, I would absolutely do it. But here's the thing. You got to be smart with these flyout stories. You have to be smart with these flyout experiences, I should I should say. Um, I'm reading a lot of flyout stories and red flags all over the place. I don't know what's going on in a lot of people's minds. It's probably lust and they're blinded by, you know, those sweet sugary words that people are just spewing through text messages saying that, you know, fly out. I'm going to show you the time, everything on me. I'm going to show you the city. It's going to be lit. I really like you. All this great stuff, selling them a dream. People fly out and it's nothing like that. They realize that whoever they're meeting is actually broke. They may not have their own place. Um, they might actually have to go to work <laughs> and so they can't show you around the city. And that's the reality of flying out. And so talking about these flyout stories, I thought it would be important to share with you all the important, prominent things that you should look for, pay attention to, plan out before you're flying out to meet a stranger. 
I have four tips, four things I would like to mention before flying out to meet someone online. Just four. I'm sure there's many other things that you should be aware of, but these are just a general, I feel like it covers a majority of what you should be prepared for or be looking for when flying out. First thing, please, 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 please do your research. You may think that you're flying out to meet little whoever who is a rising rapper, Instagram model, whatever, but of course, things can be presented in any way on the internet. So do your research. Don't fly out to meet someone you've never FaceTimed with, um, added on all their social media networks, and Googled. Like, come on. Like, what are you doing? Like, what is you doing? Like, get on their Facebook page and find out what their mama's first and last name is before you fly out. That's That's the only way I would move. Like, why... Would you put yourself in harm's way? This person could come from a serial killer family and they're about to feast on you on some cannibalism ways. And so do your research. (laughs) Uh, Definitely read into things when it comes to maybe their Facebook. I mean, don't prejudge someone. Don't go overboard, but be smart. Look for the red flags. Do your research. Number two, have your coins. Can you please have your own money when you fly out? Can you not expect for that other person to really foot the bill for everything? Again, you may think that you're flying out to meet Beyonce. You know, of course not Beyonce herself, even though she should be on the market with Jay-Z's cheating ass, but that's neither here or there. But you can't expect someone to pay for everything. Things, things happen emergencies appear you never know or of course like I said before they can just be fronting and they don't have the money that they claim they had and so if you're out to eat and you unexpectedly have to pay your half or maybe for the full meal you never know be prepared it's going to be real embarrassing when two people are are both broke thinking that they're about to have the time of their lives so please if you're going to fly out anywhere to do anything save some money to do the things that you want to do on your own, okay? Three, have a backup. People are really flying out with one bag packed, thinking that they're going to stay at whoever's house who they've never met, and it's just going to be all good. I've read lots of stories where people will touch down, land, be in the airport lobby, so-and-so's going to call and be like, man, um my toilet flooded or oh man I have family over or or, oh I'm sorry I forgot to mention I have three roommates and they're all perverts and so things like that may come into plan have a backup have a go-to hotel motel someplace that you can stay have a rental car have your own sightseeing events planned just in case so-and-so flakes out because that's always an option. That's oh, that's always going to be there. Have that in the back of your head that, hey, shit might not go as planned. Let me have a plan B just in case if this bitch or this nigga is on some fuck boy, fuck girl shit. Okay? And four, please tell someone you're flying out to meet someone you've never met from the internet and I know a lot of people may be embarrassed to share that or feel uncomfortable to put their business out there but it's always better to be safe than sorry 
Of course, you want to speak a positive experience into existence, but I'm a realist and you have to know that there's crazy people out there in the world. And so if you come up missing and you flew out and no one knew you flew out, who's going to be looking for you? Who's going to find you? Because I've thought about that myself. If I flew out somewhere and didn't tell someone, I probably wouldn't be discovered missing for at least like two, three weeks. Because one, ain't nobody checking on me like that. Like, I mean, you may be someone who is fortunate to have lots of friends or lots of family members who communicate openly, open, openly with you every day or often. Not everyone has that. And if you're someone who doesn't have that, you need to tell someone for sure. I mean, tell someone even if you do have that, but definitely tell someone that you're flying out if you're not the type of person to um, communicate with people or people to communicate with you. And here's just a, a side note asterisk to that number four of telling someone, try and have a contact that you know that lives where you're flying out. I know that can be hard, but that may not be as hard as expected. Um, I know a lot of people um, in different places uh, due to me being in college, you know, people in high school moving places. And so if you know someone who too lives in New York and you're flying out to New York to meet so-and-so online, tell little Bobby from college who moved to New York that, hey, I'm going to be in town, you know, I'm visiting a friend, just want to let you know I'm going to be up there, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so you can have a contact there and at home so everyone can be on the same page if you go missing. I know, again, you want to be positive and think a positive situation into existence, but you got to be prepared. And so do your research, have your own coins, have a backup plan B, and tell people you're flying out. Follow those steps, and I'm sure I'll see a lot less bad experiences of fly-out stories online, even though they're extremely entertaining. And if you have a fly-out story, please, please, please share it with me, because I feel like I'm going to be someone who flies out for something soon. I don't know why I just feel that <laughs> in in the air. I just feel like I'm going to fly out. And I'm going to have to follow these steps as well. I may not be flying out for love. I might be flying out for a job or just to sightsee on my own for the first time. And I want to be prepared. And I think if you're someone who wants to venture out and do things on your own, you need to take these steps as well. And so it's not about just flying out for love. It's flying out, period, and just being smart and safe. And on that note, which I think is a great note of just being safe, we can go ahead and wrap up Tea with Tammy, this episode five. I'm very excited to be on episode five. We're about one third, or no, yeah, we are one third through season two. I'm going to do 15 episodes. And so, hey, we're over the first hump. And until next hump day, sip some more tea.